Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to 200 in fee-free overdraft with the Chime checking account. Sign up today at Chime.com slash Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Welcome back to the Two Guys Aim for a Show. I almost called it crime. Sorry. Jeez. Did you hear me call it? That I almost called it a pile of S. Two guys named Crap Show. My God. I almost said that. That was so Freudian. <laughs> yeah. Well. This is crap, crap. This is such crap. I get so many emails when Chris Jim's not here. You're such crap. Such crap. They do it on purpose. They know how to get in your head. <laughs> yeah. They, they do it. They don't mean it. They just do it because they know how to get in your head. They're winding me up. Mm-hmm. Oh, a, yeah, absolutely. They a, know. As a group, the Demers tried to mm-hmm. wind me It's awful without Chris Dim. What's the, what's the point in going on without Chris Dim? All of that. You should have just played clips of him all day. <laughs> yeah. Just old oh, clips of Chris Dim. Well, one day we'll be forced to do it. <laughs> That's right. We're trying to collect little pieces of him so that we could just play little responses, you know, mm-hmm. from him. That's right. There's that, you know, I like that show, The Goldbergs. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's a very funny show, set in the 80s. And the guy, the father on the show, who's a big character on the show, played by Jeff Garland, who's on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Very funny. Very funny. He got fired off the show after like eight years because hostile work. He told jokes that were inappropriate. They'd warned him many times. They finally got rid of him. And the grandfather on the show, who was also great, died. Um, and there, and so I thought, well, that's going to be the end of it. Well, they're going on to another season. And with Jeff Garland, they just take like outcuts of him from previous shows where they have um, – like shot and not used him and like you'll see him just like walk across <laughs> and they do that so he's still there but not so, there and the way they're treating it like they're getting a lot of backlash from viewers and some of the actors are like well what do you want us to do he's pivotal to the show and we needed yeah. him for this scene and like you just see his head and then he's gone <laughs> just out of context well, i hope he gets paid for that well i think one of the daughters one of the kids on the show got married, so they, you definitely needed him of for course. that because it was because they haven't written him out like he's died or anything. So uh, they needed him for the wedding, <laughs> so they, they cut to the corner and there he's standing. So if he <laughs> if he died in the plot line, the, the show's over. I would think they would have ended it anyway. I mean, it's yeah. it's gone. It had a good long run, As a, yeah. but they kept on going. I've never well. seen an episode. I hear it is. It's, funny. it's very funny. And he's funny. I mean, he, when he's, he's on Curb. Curb your enthusiasm. He's very funny. I think you would like it for the nostalgia purposes. It's all from the eighties. I'll tell you something. And Lisa Lanier's holding on, so I'm, I'm wasting sorry. your time here. But that show, it's called The Goldbergs. It was on ABC, but now I think it's on Hulu. I, I, I haven't seen it all, but I'm, I'll go look for it on streaming. Well, they always go back to the eighties, and the kid who made it, his name is Adam Goldberg, in real life. And he would take, it was like camcorders were big, so he recorded tons of stuff that his family did, and then they would do episodes based on what he's recorded, and at the very end, for the last like 30 seconds, he'll show the actual things he recorded on his camcorder and compare it to what they've done in the show. Oh, clever. Very clever. And it's all based on stuff that happened in their family, and he doesn't change any of the names. Everybody in the show, like the side characters, the girlfriends, and that—that's all their real names. Brilliant. And they wanted it like that. It, it's very good. But when Goldberg left, or, yeah. or, or when Jeff Garland left, I thought, well, that's going to be what it. are you going to do? They—they they kept on going. Lisa Lanier is on with us. Good. If she were to leave this show, we would paste her in here and there somehow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we have to have you, Lisa. How are you? I'm fantastic. I hope you guys are. Now, uh, here's this question a P1 listener has, and I thought an interesting one, but I think she's out of luck. You tell me if I'm right on this. Uh, P1 says, I have a question for Lisa Lanier. Last month, there was a fox that came to our house and hung around and went up under our gazebo. My daughter, adult daughter, called Animal Control and said, we have foxes. Can you come take care of them? They say foxes are protected and there's nothing we can do. And they told us it was illegal to shoot a fox. 
They put her through to the sheriff's office who told her the exact same thing. Nothing you can do to remove them. Can't shoot them. Told us to watch it. Make sure it leaves. Fast forward three weeks later, my daughter was standing outside, just standing on the sidewalk. The fox charged out from under the porch and started biting her. She was just standing there and did not provoke the fox. Mm. I took her to the emergency room. They gave her nine shots, antibiotics. She had to have three follow-up shots for rabies. Now, my 28-year-old daughter is afraid to go outside after dark because she's convinced the fox is still there. The ER bill is $18,000. We think animal control should be on the hook at the very least for the hospital bills. They wouldn't do anything to help us. Lisa, I think she's out of luck. I think the, if the policy is they can't do anything, they can't do anything. What do you think? Well, Kelly, that almost law school education you got is spot on That's here right. today. Yeah. Paying off. Yeah. Right. It was spot on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately. Now, so there is, it's not entirely true that you can never kill a fox. There is actually a fox hunting season. It is not currently fox hunting season, though. And that runs from around Thanksgiving, November 20th through January 1st. Mm-hmm. And it varies a little bit county by county. Some allow trapping, some allow shooting. Uh, I think most of them have gotten away from trapping, and it's mostly all shooting now. But this time of year, absolutely, they, they gave her correct advice. They told her what the law says. And so for them to be held responsible for it, they would have had to have done something that was wrong or negligent. And just, you know, advising her of, of the law is, is not negligence. But I will say, because you know I love some P1 listeners, mm. I want to suggest to her that if she has this big $18,000 hospital bill that the daughter cannot afford, she should look into their financial assistance program. It's a, it's a program that every area hospital is going to have. It's for people that don't have health insurance, and they look at your income, and they basically will write off a percentage up to 100% of your bill based on your ability to pay. So a lot of people don't know about this. I would check that out. Also, if the fox continues to come around or if other, other people have a problem like this, you can contact these private removal companies. They can, I mean, they can be a little bit expensive, but a lot cheaper than the $18,000 hospital bill. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and just look up these private, like, critter control type places, mm-hmm. and they will come out and they will safely remove the animal and rehome it. Okay. Uh, so that, <laughs> Yeah. Biggie's giving a wink and a nod mm-hmm, on right. the yeah. safe removal. Mm-hmm. I've got a great place for Mr. Fox. Exactly. <laughs> He'll go live happily mm-hmm. on a farm, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, so, and that life. would be based on the daughter's income. Is that right for this assistance that might be available? She's an adult yeah. daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but they, they will sometimes look at the household income as well. So if she lives at home still, that may be a factor. But it's worth looking at because mm-hmm. they actually take. They take the federal poverty guidelines and they multiply them by like 300%, 200%, depending on. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really a pretty decent write-off that you can get them to take. And it is because people, you know, if you don't have health insurance, you can't afford that bill. And they would rather write off a portion of it and get some of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they'll also work out usually payment plans and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But ask for financial assistance. And they'll tell you if you qualify. Now, can I ask you this? This is really getting into the weeds on health insurance. But I thought when Obamacare became law of the land, you basically were forced to buy health insurance, if not through your employer, but then through the government. Am I wrong on that? Yeah, that's, that's not right. You're, it's available to you, but, okay. but you don't have to, to buy it. And it is it is a shame for folks not to have it because it is so inexpensive. Right. I mean, it is yeah, yeah it is so reasonably priced. You really should get it if you if you can yeah. at all. It's good for her you to look into the yeah. into that hospital Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, she ain't gonna get it. I didn't know about that. I had no idea that there was that, Home, that was out there. Homes with the gazebos in the backyard don't get assistance. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think the fox oh, moved yeah. in? Oh, the gazebo. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, they're moving out. The Fox is tight. Yeah, there's a trashy place three blocks around the corner. Fox ain't there. This is from uh, England, I believe. This is uh, Europe. A woman, a court in England, has awarded a 51-year-old cashier over $90,000, that's U.S. money, in compensation because everybody at her workplace had a happy hour. They went out for drinks, a happy hour, and did not invite her. And here's what happened. She found out other people were talking about, man, this happy hour is going to be awesome. <laughs> and she she said, what happy hour? And they were like, oh, nothing. <laughs> but you said it. No, no, no. We were practicing for a play. <laughs> so they went out. They had an awesome party, time, drinks. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> She wasn't invited. They didn't include her. She didn't go. Well, she resigned after that because she says the reason they didn't invite her is racial and that her age is a factor as well. She claimed age discrimination, racial discrimination, filed a lawsuit in December, quit her job, and was awarded over $90,000 in damages because I guess the judge agreed that this was racism and ageism in some way, and so she was uh, she got that money. Do you think that would happen here in the United States, Lisa? Are you surprised by this judgment? Well, for this judge to have found that their behavior was based on her race and age, she must have had other evidence. And this was a very little short blurb, and I couldn't really find much more on this story mm-hmm. to give any more detail of the backstory about what evidence she may have had. Mm-hmm. But for a judge to conclude that they acted in this way because of her age, she, and she was 51, I think, okay. and she's biracial, mm-hmm. and uh, they were all white and young. Mm-hmm. And I think that it is, uh, you know, she proved somehow, she must have had other, there must have been a habit or practice. I can't imagine, even in England, where the labor laws are more favorable, yeah. for sure, to the employee. Even there, I can't imagine that this happened without lots of other evidence of discrimination. Do you think there's a bunch of young whites around me that are going out having parties? And Daily. Not- <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Every after, every day at four o'clock. That's my mm-hmm. age. I bet they're going out with a bunch of these, all these young whites. Where y'all going? <laughs> oh nowhere. These young white kids. But but as long as it's in this situation, if it's a purely you know social thing that your coworkers are doing, yep. and it's not a, the corporation doing it, then that's fine all day long. But it, I think this was a either this was a, the managers or a corporate sponsored thing or something mm-hmm. uh, because there has to be some kind of action on behalf of the company okay. your coworkers can just they can blow you off all they want to like, well they have D- daily <laughs> daily yeah. we're about to do it here shortly again I've, I've seen it yeah. what y'all doing tomorrow yeah. nothing <laughs> can I come yeah. with you hang on let me grab my readers y'all doing anything over the weekend oh uh, yeah we got plans we're yeah, going, we're going somewhere there's, there's something going on going out of town not doing it sorry yeah uh, go, go play your pickleball. Go play your pickleball, oh, man. Yeah, you think yeah. that's right. That's what they say yeah. to me. That's your home. Yeah. They'll always accept you at the pickle court. Well, they're not including yeah. me. On the, actually, they don't even include me on the text anymore. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, now that hurts. I just have to show mm-hmm. up. And they're like, oh, there he is. In fact, last week they moved. They went somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> you shut up and there's tumbleweeds yeah, across yeah. the court. What's going on here? <laughs> You're on him. I think they're telling me the wrong yeah. place. The lights go off. <laughs> <laughs> they're telling me the wrong place to go. They keep sending you to the sketchy part. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're sending me to the bad part of town. We never play here anymore. That's right. <laughs> What's going on here? Uh, also, there's a story. We covered it earlier this week. A T-Mobile employee has been accused by Karen Munn, who's 24 of taking surreptitiously her nude photos off her phone. She went to T-Mobile to exchange or have her phone worked on. Guy says, oh, I need to take this in the back room. Well, you know that's trouble. Yeah. She immediately, when he came back, figured out, oh, wait a minute. He And she trusted him. 
He went back there, sure enough, downloaded all her nudes. She's 24, so you know she has nudes. On the phone, uh, he got him. Now she's suing T-Mobile. My only question here is, I mean, obviously the guy's a creep, and he should have criminal charges against him. Theft of these nude photos. But can she sue T-Mobile as a company for this? Lisa, how does this work? Yeah, she is suing T-Mobile as a company. And, and luckily for her, she saw, like when he came out, he laid his phone down nearby. Mm-hmm. And she saw her nude pictures on the front of his phone. Yeah, not only is he creepy, he's dumb. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah dumb. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. If you're going to do this, at least like turn your phone upside down. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is that is, is that my vajayjay right there? I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. I don't see anything. Like, Ooh, wow. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, yeah, she's... <laughs> So apparently, this is a huge problem. You know, you crack your screen, you whatever, you know, mm. something. You go, we take it in. You let them take it in the back. They're taking your photos. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's a big problem. And it's actually not just T-Mobile. There have been reports of this sort of thing happening. Really, every major cell carrier has had this problem. So yeah. there really needs to be. And, and the interesting thing is, from a criminal standpoint, there are not necessarily laws that neatly fit, uh, you know, a charge here. Because... Mm. Our laws haven't really kept pace with technology. Mm-mm. So, like in New York, where this happened to this lady, this story, there is just a recent, fairly recent law passed in 2019 about the illegal removal of private images from the phone, making it illegal. Mm-hmm. But it gets into some really murky areas because you've handed over your phone to this person, you've asked them to access your phone, and then is the removal illegal? You know, mm. it should be right, but yeah. it's not. All, it's not always clear in every jurisdiction. So they're having to. Because you have to find a you know a law a violation that yeah. fits that scenario, and it's not always easy to do. Well, that's interesting. I didn't even think of it from that no. angle that the law hasn't kept up with it at mm-hmm. this point. Yeah. But, but my thought is always, if it's one creepy employee and T-Mobile is a nationwide company, you know, I, I mean, I guess they they have insurance that uh, would pay this person off for having this happen to them. Well, typically, an employer is not going to be found negligent or liable if it's an isolated incident but yeah. but here like they're usually they're going to say if you're giving people access to a customer's private information there needs to be some background screening right so there's like a negligent hiring claim right. and then if there have been maybe negligent supervision because you're not keeping an eye on these people to make sure that they're not doing this kind of stuff right so ended up at the end of the day i think they'll probably settle with her by the way speaking of uh, background checks lisa i don't know if you know this and I, I hate to hold you responsible for this but i got a letter with your lanier law group letterhead on it this week what oh my oh my and i don't know if you know what's happened to me i've been a victim of domestic terrorism uh i've been getting letters for now about three to four weeks with simply one word written on the letter it's f-a-r-t and you know i hate that word and i got one i got one from you lisa your letterhead and i just wondered if uh you wanted to make a statement about this. Is there any kind of – can you make a closing argument about this in any way? Because well, I, have to, I, uh, I have to hold you responsible. You know, I, heard, I like, heard about your little problem, and uh, I had yeah, to jump on that yeah, band. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, so it's – Oh, it was actually you. Now, I, I was gonna, it was actually It was actually you. <laughs> well, see, well, Lisa, see, I was going to ask. We were wondering if you typed it yourself or if you had somebody like a legal assistant yeah. – Type it up to which you had to say, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> to which means you had to call them and say, I need you to do something for me. Type fart on the letter. Yeah. Can, can, can you type? Can you type up a letter and get it out for me? <laughs> right. what's, well, in the, what's in the letter, Ms. Lanier? Just type fart as big as possible. Here's the address. Send it here. All right, take a letter for me, would yeah. you, Madge? <laughs> no, you won't need your steno pad and pencil. You'll remember it. Lisa. Uh, to know that you have sunk to this depth, it really hurts me. <laughs> well, I think the term domestic terrorism is a little strong. 
This yeah. is my attorney. She's my attorney. Yeah, but she's American. We've all got a sense of humor. It's very For the record, I have nothing to do with all those other. Well, I would hope. I would hope not. I just assumed this was some underling without your knowledge. Now she's claiming responsibility yeah. for it. No, never... no, no. You know, I just, well, yeah, it's just a little, yeah, I'm, but you know, I don't know how to do my own letters, so I had to have help. I figured. I'm, I'm thrown by this. I thought you'd say, well, I had nothing to do with this. <laughs>